Hello and welcome to the Overland Journal podcast. I am your host, Scott Brady, and I am with my Matt co-host of the day, Matt Swartz. Hello. Who is also senior editor for Overland Journal and Expedition Portal. And today we're going to talk about a fun subject because it's something that is often overlooked, which is this component of camp furniture. And it's not that we're suggesting that we... uh, we try to go to the extreme and create uh, this luxury campsite or, or, or some uh, glamping version of a campsite, although there's nothing wrong with that if you do. But the reality is, is that a table is very functional, both for vehicle-based campers and even motorcyclists. And we'll talk towards the end of the podcast about how motorcyclists even address the same, the same concerns and, and needs. So we're going to take a brief break and we will be right back. This week's episode is supported in part by iCamper. They make innovative hard shell and soft-sided roof tents that are designed to survive long-term overland use. Their revolutionary X-Cover won the Overland Journal Editor's Choice Award, eliminating the bulky PVC cover and also allowing for the fitment of crossbars for carrying bikes and kayaks. Their SkyCamp Mini is another award-winning design that provides a hard shell tent in the footprint of a much smaller clamshell model. This is the perfect solution for smaller vehicles or on vehicles where rack space is dedicated to other systems. iCamper believes that the best times are those spent traveling, discovering the world with those you love most. You can find out more about their quality tents at iCamper.com. Matt, you just did the main gear review in Overland Journal, and that was in the winter issue, wasn't it? Yeah, it was winter 2021. I think technically your fridge freezer article is the main gear review. Okay, yeah. So so we would call this a best of breed. Okay. It's kind of interesting, the difference between the two. We decided years ago that there are times when we want to compare as close to Apple's to apples as possible, where we are able to control a lot of variables and really see which of these products performs the best when compared to their peers. And then we also decided we wanted a different format as well, which we call a best of breed, which allows the editor to go out into into the market, find the very best products for the needs of the traveler, because they can be highly varied. So to try to compare an exact table against an exact table, it probably isn't that useful to the reader. Whereas if you say, this is the best table for this. This is the best table if you want something lightweight. This is the best table if you want something super sturdy that you want to cook on. This is the best table if you're kind of looking for a jack of all trades or whatever. So how did you go through that process of deciding which tables to test and what were the attributes you were most interested in learning more about? I have a a lot of time in the outdoors. So part of it is just, you know, brand awareness and and kind of knowing what's on the market. That was a good starting point. So there were a few, a few brands that, that obviously came to mind right away. I had to do a little bit of research and just kind of see who else makes quality camp tables. Obviously quality is one of the main characteristics that we're going to look for in in any of the gear we buy, right? We kind of chatted about this earlier today, but it's kind of silly to spend $20 on something if you only get three uses out of it. Sure. And then you have to go and make an additional trip to purchase a replacement, you know, not to mention the waste and and all of that. So started off with quality. And then I think when it comes to tables, you know, one of the, or, or two of the most crucial things are being able to perform tasks when you're standing up and sitting down. Sure. In my mind, those are, I mean, kneeling on the ground. I don't know if that's such a common use case for needing a table for that, but obviously when we're doing vehicle-based travel, being able to stand up and do standing tasks is really Sure. Is really nice. You know, Re- repairing something even or preparing dinner. Or, sure. I think sure. food prep is probably the biggest thing that comes to mind. Mm-hmm. And 
obviously when we're, when we're traveling with a vehicle, we have potentially some, some surfaces that we can work on, right? The tailgate of a truck is actually a pretty good height for doing standing tasks. Although truck tailgates are often, they have, you know, stamped parts in the metal. Sure. They're not necessarily flat. And that's a whole nother thing. I mean, there are solutions for that. There's like a, I forget off the top of my head, the name of the brand, but there's, um, there's an overland gear manufacturer that does these cutting boards that bolt into the tailgate. Oh, um, interesting. Richard and Ashley have one. I think it's like, it's like tailgate cutting board. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, it's cool. It's worth looking into. That sounds clever. I mean, although you're doing a lot of deep cleaning of that thing every time you Of course. Cause if it. it's a food prep service and sure. you're dragging gear across it and you're, you're stepping on, on it and stuff, yeah, yeah, exactly. of course there's some limitations <laughs> yeah. there, but yeah. kind of coming back to, you know, the criteria, uh, for a table, I think, uh, size, you know, is, is another one. We want things that are fairly compact. If mm-hmm. we're traveling into truck or, you know, an SUV, we don't, we don't have endless amounts of space. Sure. So something that can fit into a small space. And we're payload sensitive as well. Yeah. Right. Weight's part of that too. So stuff that's lightweight, although we have a, a range of, of weights and sizes in this article. And, and to be honest, you know, there were a few things that I didn't include in this article, like some of the ultra compact, ultra lightweight stuff that's out there. Um, one brand that comes to mind is Hill Knox. Sure. They make some very, very compact stuff, but it's almost kind of going into like the backpacking, um, that area, uh, in that you, you do make quite a sacrifice in terms of durability and robustness when you're when stability you're, as well. Yeah, sure. When you're going down to like DAC aluminum poles and, you know, flexible, um, fabric based tabletops, which those have their place depending on what you're trying to do. But I think for, you know, coming back to overland travel and vehicle based travel, I, I think really, you know, a solid platform is, uh, valuable. And you kind of mentioned that like, you know, food prep is one thing and, and enjoying a cocktail, you know, in your camp chairs and other thing. But what if you actually have to do some, some work, you know, with tools, what if you have to you know, pull a fuel pump off your vehicle or who knows what, you know, totally having a solid metal surface to work on is pretty crucial. So, and I, and I think from when I've thought about tables in the past, one of the things that I oftentimes look for is, can it be repaired if something goes wrong? Mm. Does it rattle in the vehicle? Now, if you have a pickup truck, you don't tend to notice that things are rattling around. But there's two things with a rattle. The, f- the first thing is it's annoying for the occupants of the vehicle. But the second thing is anything that's rattling is actually slowly destroying itself. If we hear our gear rattling, this is, and this applies to everything even beyond tables, if we hear our gear rattling in the vehicle, we should take the time to stop and find out why is it rattling and, and fix the rattle because with time, that expensive piece of kit that you bought will ultimately either look terrible because it's been slowly destroyed or it's going to stop functioning because it's been rattled apart. That's a, that's a really great little tip. I hadn't really thought about that before, but it it does make sense. I mean, vibrations are pieces rubbing together. I mean, you you will see long-term wear from that, even if you're not using the item, you know, if it just Mm -hmm. lives in your truck for a year and rattles around every time you're on a dirt road. Exactly. And and then there's also just like being considerate to our passengers and everything else. I, I have uh, a little bit of hearing loss from being in the military. So oftentimes I don't hear squeaks and rattles that other people do, but I always make sure people know that like, Hey, if you hear something, you know, let me know because I'd like to, I'd like to stop it. So it doesn't become a problem either for the person in the vehicle. Cause they're now they're aggravated because it's, they hear this constant squeaking or rattling, but I'm just really concerned about on our trips when we're doing just a car camping trip away from home for the weekend or whatever, I think it's a lot less critical. It's just that when we get remote or when we go to other countries, replacing equipment is very 
difficult to do. When we're in Central America, finding an equivalent table that slides into the rack mm. the same way uh, that our that our uh, you know maybe easy on table slides in or our front runner table or whichever one, you can't find that table. Like, and to order it in, you'd end up spending two or three times the cost of the table and duties to get it into the country. So there's a reason why I like to make sure that they stay serviceable and that I buy a high quality unit to begin with, because replacing pretty much anything, once you get in the developing world, it's difficult or you just live with it. You just, you know, you just, you don't, you don't worry about it. I mean, that happens a lot too, but if you're going to buy something like a, like an overland table or overland camping table, buy something that's good enough quality where you don't have to worry worry about it falling apart or replacing it in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And I mean, I think this is a principle that, that applies very much to vehicles too, right? Like we talk about this, the term overlanding gets thrown around a lot these days and, True. and, and theoretically, uh, its definition has been expanded with how popular it's become and how True. a lot of brands have, have latched onto it. But when it comes down to it, the same principles that apply to vehicle selection and the way you build a vehicle for an overland adventure that can be applied to the gear that we take along too, you know? So no having question. something that's overly complex that can't be repaired. I mean, that's, that's not necessarily going to be sustainable if you go and do a multi-month or year, year long trip through multiple countries. So totally, we really have to consider these things too. And, you know, for some of us, we're not going to venture farther than North America, you know, like I probably will never ship our Ram overseas, you know, maybe I'll oh, go down say to that. Baja. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. <laughs> well, that would be great. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I'm not saying my ambitions don't include travel overseas, but yeah. you know, the reality is some people are totally comfortable here in North America and there's nothing wrong with that. There's, no, great there's stuff so to much do to here. see. Yeah. So much to see, you know, but that is a very different venue for using this kind of equipment than let's say rural South America, or totally Africa or anywhere else. So, yep. yeah. And it's just interesting because you end up realizing that is this piece of equipment important? If it is, is I should buy it of quality. If it's not important, maybe ask yourself, why are we bringing it or buying it to begin with? A lot of times we, we see someone else's kit or someone else's gear layout, you know, on Instagram or whatever. And we, and we kind of turn that into a checklist of stuff we've got to buy. But I think each of us have different needs. Some people don't really like to cook at all. And so then they bring along protein shakes and energy bars and snacks and stuff like that. I mean, I know many people that travel that way and they don't, or they only they just choose to eat and where the locals eat and they don't really prepare their own food. When, when I go to, to Baja, I bring an empty fridge mm-hmm. <laughs> because there's no reason for me to bring any food right. with me because right. it's inexpensive and it's delicious and exactly it's accessible. And totally. Yeah. And it's everywhere. Right. Um, and you know, maybe I'll have some waters or something in there, you know, and maybe, or maybe some yogurt for breakfast or whatever. But for the most part, it depends on where you're going and your own interests. Some people love to cook gourmet when they're out camping, which is actually really fun to do. And I've, I've enjoyed doing that myself. And that's when you want a better prep table for, and whereas, um, if you really, if you're sitting with your family of four and you like to sit down for dinner at the end of the day, you want to have a table that can be at the right height to sit around with chairs. And you got to make sure that the chairs you own match the table height. I mean, we've yep. experienced all these things where yep. you, know, you end up like the little kid, you know, if you're on the short chair, you don't get to the right height on the table. Yeah. Especially with camping chairs, camping yeah. chairs are at large. They're very much lower than traditional chairs. So totally. yeah, you realize that really quickly. Should we dig Let's into do it? Let's yeah. take a look at what some of the ones that you really, you really enjoyed and, and what was it about it that you liked? Yeah. So I tested seven different models for the article and, um, like we mentioned, this was in winter 2021. So you can read the article if you want kind of the full rundown of, yep. of my findings, but I'm just going to kind of run through right 
from the start and we'll just kind of talk about them briefly. Um, and, and so the first one was the camp chef table, which is kind of an unusual entry. And, you know, I, it's just something different, which is why I included it. I think it's not necessarily the most practical table for overland use, so to speak. Um, but it is a good camp table. It looks really robust. It's, it, it's one of the heavier ones in the test. It's, it's steel and it's actually, it's really interesting. So it's robust and it's so thick because it's actually designed to be able to cook on it using charcoal. Okay. So it's, it's kind of, um, it's absolutely unique in the whole range of products in that way. And, and I used it for that. So I got my chimney. I, I lit up a whole thing of charcoal and I used a Dutch oven to cook right on the tabletop, which is, which is pretty cool because, you know, if you like using uh, Dutch ovens for cooking, you know, campfire cooking in the backcountry, one of the things is you're having to constantly bend over and yeah. lean down by the fire and, you know, it's fine. It is what it is, but bringing that, that process up to a height where you're not having to bend over is actually pretty pleasant. You know, it makes it a little bit easier to, to keep an eye on what you're cooking. That um, makes sense. Does it yeah. have an option for a grate? So you could, you could have a grate to put burgers or whatever on top of, does it have that option? So it's not, it, as far as I remember, that's not an option that, that Camp Chef offers, although you certainly could combine it with some sort of a great cooking system. Mm. Um, like Wolf and Grizzly is a, a company I covered one of their little camp cooking setups in a, a previous article, but you could use that on the surface of this. So this is, this is versatile in that way that you could pair it with a lot of things mm. as far as use just generally as a table, maybe not as ideal for other tasks. It's got this lip that runs around the edge of it, which helps sure. keep the charcoal and cinders in. And so it's not comfortable to rest your arms on it. Got it. Um, it's also, it, you can get little adjustable feet for the legs to, to add some micro adjustability, but you can't raise or lower it. So it's not really ideally suited for sitting tasks. It's more of a standing task kind of table. Probably um, would work really well if you were doing repairs to the vehicle. Like if you needed to tear apart a differential, it looks like that's the table for you. This, yeah. The one thing about this table is you're not, you're not going to hurt the surface. You know, it's just like this black, almost a powder coated steel. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think it's actually powder coated, but, but it's, it's like a black high temperature temperature paint. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And, and yeah, you're just, you're not going to hurt the surface. Um, yeah, I found it was a really great place to put a, um, like my off grid battery. Oh, sure. To get it up off the ground. Cause um, it'll take the weight of it. Yeah. And it's got this windscreen that has these little hole cutouts in it for, for ventilation, uh, is what I would assume, but actually it was really convenient to run the cords for the solar panels right out the back of the battery mm. through the hole and set up the solar panels elsewhere. So probably wouldn't be my first choice, but, uh, definitely a, a, an interesting design, you know, worth considering Yeah, based on people's needs for sure. Yeah. And it comes in a bunch of different sizes too. We tested the small one, but you can get a bigger one that can accommodate like three full-size Dutch ovens. So I guess moving on, uh, Snow Peak, you know, they're kind of a favorite in the camping furniture world. They make a lot of, yeah, they make a lot of really unique items that they do a great job of combining beautiful design with function, I think. Um, and, and lightweight usually some of their stuff, yeah. the table that we tested was not one of those. Uh, part of that was just because of real estate. It was actually one of the biggest surface areas out of all the tables. It's, it's called the renewed single action, uh, table bamboo surface, which is really handsome yeah, to look beautiful, at. Yeah. Beautiful. Yep. And like these brushed aluminum legs mm. that kind of the table folds from the center. And it's, it's really like their engineers did a really nice job. The legs all fold down. It it's fairly compact when it's folded and, and they kind of expand out. It makes me think of like origami. Sure. It's, it's just, it's beautiful. They've oh. always made amazing stuff. 
In fact, the first time I was ever exposed to this idea of like gourmet cooking while camping, Expedition Exchange based out of Southern California, they used to run a competition every year that they called the Iron Chef. And one year I was invited to to just come along and hang out with everybody. And all these guys were competing against each other to win the award of Iron Chef. So everybody else that was there got to go and taste and they got to, you know, rate this stuff. And half of them had this system from Snow Peak called an IGT, Integrated Grilling Table. So it's this whole system that it can actually be turned into an elbow. So you can have a propane grill going, you can have a charcoal grill going. You can have cooktop, you have prepping surfaces, um, stainless steel inserts uh, for prepping sushi. Like it's unbelievable. If For those that are interested in something totally wild, check out the IGT system from Snowpeak. And and I've, I've had the privilege of seeing some of the systems set up at like outdoor retailer. Sure. Um, and it's incredible. Yeah. I mean, it's like yeah. the way it all integrates and how it's modular and you, you totally. have some flexibility. It's super cool. Yeah. I mean- it That's really like a dream backyard setup. If you're willing to haul it out into the backcountry, I mean, and you've got the space for it. Yeah. yeah. What a cool way to set up a base camp. Well, and I've, the people will say like, oh, that's ridiculous or whatever. And so you see them like they, they kind of meander over and they're looking at it. You know, they're super skeptical. <laughs> and then somebody hands them like this Kobe beef filet or whatever. And you never hear them complain again because yeah. <laughs> like, like food is important. And it isn't to say that it justifies spending a bunch of money, but like you can appreciate someone's passion for creating great food. And if something like that product allows you to do that, the critics usually are only, are only vocal for a short period of time until they have food in their mouth. Sure. <laughs> sure. Well, yeah. So the snow peak was, was a, a cool entry. I think, you know, you kind of mentioned this, but um, you know, for people that have maybe a, a, a family that they travel with, you know, mm. if you're going going out with your significant other and your kids. Um, this is actually a great table because of the real estate. Uh, I think you could fit comfortably four people sitting at it, but you could fit six at it if you wow. really wanted to. So it was great in that way. Um, and again, just from a, a visual standpoint, it's beautiful. Uh, it, it has some limitations, right? Like most of these things, the legs are not adjustable. So you get one height. Um, mm. and it's, a it's a little low for standing tasks, especially for a taller person like you, Sure, you know, I'm five, seven, so I can get away with some of these shorter products. And, and even for me, it felt a, a little hunched over. Oh, gotcha. Um, sure. But you know, not so much that I could use it in that way. Yeah. Also the, the leg and fastening system for fastening it in the open position, a little bit more complicated than you would probably want in something that you're going to be taking on a, maybe a long-term road trip or overland trip. So this would probably be a little bit more appropriate for, you know, weekend trips, um, or local trips where, you know, if you have an issue or an, or an owner that maybe is very intentional about how they open it and close it and store it sure. and all of that for sure. sure. But the cool thing about this is this would work just as well as a campsite as it would in your backyard. Yeah. So if you want something that has that versatility of being like a picnic kind of garden party table, oh, yeah. I mean, you, you could use it in that way too. Oh, it's which... nicer than the table at my house for sure. <laughs> yeah. Now, it's... speaking of that, uh -huh. so we, we should probably cover... Um, the prices too. So the camp, sure. what did the camp chef come in at? So the camp chef was $110 okay. for the, it's the, the smaller of the two. It's a 30, 32 inch legs, um, accommodates like two Dutch ovens on the surface. The snow peak, uh, that we're talking about right now that we just talked about that one's $400. Yeah. So that one's going to be, um, a little bit closer to the, the top end of, of what we tested in terms of price. Sure. Well, yeah, I think it's good to get that perspective because it, yeah. it starts to make that camp shelf look like a great 
value. Sure. Because, you know, all metal construction and 110 bucks. Yeah. Um, whereas the Snow Peak one, you end up making sure you get the the storage bag and you take good care of it because that's an investment for sure. Definitely. And, and you know, I, I don't know if I mentioned it with many of these, but obviously anytime you're investing in gear, start with the company's warranty, look into what their warranty program looks like so that if you make an investment and you have an issue, you know what you're going to get in terms of support for repairing it or yeah, replacing it. And I know that Snow Peak does a pretty good job with their warranty. I've heard that. Yeah. Um, so it's a consideration, right? You maybe lay out a little bit more money up front, but then you have the peace of mind of the warranty to back it up if something goes wrong. Sure. Yeah. So Front Runner Outfitters, another pretty uh, well-known company in the world of overlanding, just because that's kind of where they are from, right? They're South African based there. Yep. They make roof racks. They make um, all sorts of gear specifically for vehicle-based travel. They were an obvious one to include uh, just because you would expect that with their involvement in overland travel, that they're going to have some ideas around how a table could be ideally suited for what we do. And they certainly do. They do. Um, and so we we got their pro stainless steel camp table. Uh, it was the most expensive table in our test. It was $557. So definitely a big investment as far as a table is concerned, but it was the only table in the test that, that has the added convenience of being able to integrate into a roof rack system. Mm. And I think you, you mentioned there are some other makes that offer that as well. Yeah, like right? Easy on does as okay. well, yep. for sure. And and they're very similar. If you were to look at the front runner and the easy on, they're very similar. They're not the same. Sure. There are definitely some different attributes. Like I think, I think the front runner has an, an integrated uh, lip into the sides that helps it like anchor and and not rattle as much in the, in the rack. Whereas the easy on has a dimpled surface that is similar to like a national Luna fridge. So it's highly, dura- it. highly durable. Mm-hmm. Um, you wouldn't want to write on it. It would, you wouldn't be able to write on it um, sure. like a piece of paper, but you, know, you could easily work on it with a laptop or whatever else. And it's a very durable surface. So it doesn't show scratches and it looks really premium for a long period of time. So, but they're, they're, they're definitely similar, same kind of product for sure. Got it. So I don't have a front runner rack, so I couldn't test this, but that, that is a compelling feature of this because, um, it is a larger table too. It was the other, one of the other biggest ones. So you get a lot of real estate for food prep or whatever tasks you've got. Um, but it doesn't, it doesn't get very small. The Mm. surface doesn't fold just the legs fold. So sure. Being able to slide it right underneath the, the crossbars of your roof rack and have it secured there is a great solution for, for putting it out of the way. You know I mean? Like you're never going to miss that space there. Correct. And they're really easy to pull out. You usually just have a, a little hasp that you turn and then the whole thing just slides right slides out. Right out. Yeah. Um, and normally the rails that they slide into, they're felted in some way. Like they may not always use felt, but many of them do use a, like a heavy duty wool felting that'll last forever. So it cushions and, and dampens any of the vibrations. So you don't get, tend to get the vibrations. One of the things that people will make the mistake of is that they'll, they'll mount it with the legs, um, in the wrong direction, depending on the manufacturer. So like if you put it with the table face down, the legs can rattle on the surface. If it's designed to do that, you, you need to do it that way. Cause they'll usually have some kind of a damper in there. Mm-hmm. And whereas the other ones, you need to mount it with the legs pointing down so that they don't rattle against the, the surface. So knowing how they need to be mounted is a big deal with those. Got it. Yeah. So you don't get the super rattle going down the road. That's good to know. Yeah. Overall, this was one of my favorite tables in the test. Um, because nice. yeah, you know, I think when it comes to standing tasks for to versus seated tasks, I think that there are a lot of seated tasks that you, you can just 
get by with doing them on your lap, you mm-hmm. know? Um, although it's nice to have a table for eating dinner at and things like that, but there are a lot of standing tasks there. There's not an easy replacement for a solid flat surface for standing related tasks. So the height of this front runner table was excellent for standing tasks. For me, it was just about perfect. Um, again, I'm five, seven. So, you know, if you're a bit taller, you might be a little hunched over, but I thought it was great in that way. A stainless surface is a really nice surface for a variety of reasons. Um, you know, if you have something to keep it clean, you can do food prep right on that surface if sure. you need to, which is nice and easily wipe it down. As far as some, some challenges with this table, it's kind of more traditional in, in its design with its legs. Um, the legs are not adjustable. And so it'd be nice if they were to make it kind of the killer app it would table. Be, it would be great. Yeah. That's the one, the one thing I wish it had. And, and obviously in, in the backcountry, it's not always easy to find flat ground. So sure. You know, this is a very real uh, feature that I think is valuable on camp tables, adjustable legs. Sure. Uh, nonetheless, I was usually able to find a place to locate it where it worked. Yeah. Uh, just solid all around yeah, table. Cool, cool table. Really, really well built too. I, I stood on this one a number of times wow. to get access to like the awning on our Airstream um, or, you know, just because I was kind of testing it. <laughs> I didn't stand on all of the tables, but I, sh- I should say that out of all seven that, impressive. that we tested, yeah, this is one of the only ones that I would feel comfortable standing on without worrying that I was going to damage it or break it. Wow. That's um, impressive. Yeah. So it's, it's really solid and um, hardware seems robust. It just overall, just a, a really good choice. But again, you're going to pay a little more for it. So, and most of that cost probably comes from that large stainless steel plate. I mean, stainless steel is not cheap. That's cool. the front runner. Uh, the next one is, as far as I understand now, is kind of an industry favorite, the Covea. Yeah, they have just barnstormed the industry over the last couple of years. Yeah. So we tested their their AL bamboo one action table. Uh, it's a folding bamboo surface table, uh, kind of a happy medium in terms of real estate, uh, a good amount of space. You know, I think you could, if, if you needed to, you could seat four people at it to eat. It would be small, but it looks good. It's got these nice, shiny aluminum legs and yeah, hardware. Yeah, good. Um, and it's fairly compact when it's folded. It's, it's kind of a, one of the smaller ones in our test, not too heavy. It had adjustable legs, which I really appreciated. Um, and they, I think, do they adjust enough so you can do standing prep and seated to have, they do on it. They do from the lowest setting to the highest setting. Um, I was able to use it for standing and seated tasks. The only issue that comes up with this table in regards to that is at the highest setting, the legs feel like they lack a little bit of stability. Okay. Um, you know, so if you were really like pressing down on it, uh, with the legs in their fully extended position, it, it just, it didn't inspire the most confidence in how solid it was in that, in that position at the lowest setting. It's, it's very solid. And the, and the way the hardware attaches to this table is a little different, you know, whereas some of the other tables, the legs end up being in the four corners of the table. This one, they, they kind of come out in an A-frame shape from the center. Mm. So it was kind of interesting because if you want to place a really heavy item on this table, like let's say like our goal zero battery, right? You want to place it in the center of the table instead of on the edges. Like the periphery of the table feels sure. a little less stable. Gotcha. Yeah. It's, well, it's less supported for sure. Right. Right. It doesn't have direct support under it. But, you, um, you like this one? I like this one a lot. Yeah. And it's funny because since testing this one, I've been on a, a handful of industry events and this is a table that I've seen multiple times that, Interesting. that different people use. Yeah. We had a, a media drive before Overland Expo and Flagstaff with a whole bunch of folks and uh, 7P was guiding us. And those guys had like 
six or seven of these and they set them up end to end to make like a big buffet table. It sure. was super cool. Um, yeah, I think, I think those adjustable legs and, and just the form factor of this one is kind of a favorite and it's also, it's $250. So, you know, considerably less than like the front runner or the, uh, the snow peak. Sure. Yeah. Not inexpensive, but, uh, a little bit more affordable. Yeah. Yeah. GCI outdoors. Yeah. They've been at it for a while. Yeah. They're big volume manufacturer. Yep. They're, they're really well known for their chairs too. Correct. I mean, they have like, they have like 20 different models of chairs. Mm -hmm. So cool. And, and they, they make a big range of camp furniture and cooking equipment and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. I remember digging into the website when I was writing the article because I was like, how many different chairs do they have? And I didn't remember off the top of my head, but just, just looking here in the article, it, they have over 30 different models of camp chairs. <laughs> so sure. yeah. And they're cool. They've got, you know, rockers and everything's like that. But so the Slimfold cook station was their table that we tested. And, and this one was, was unique, you know, following this best of breed format, this is like pretty purpose made for kitchen. Sure. That's really what this is for. You're not going to sit and eat dinner at this. It's a great standing height for doing food prep tasks. That's like what it was made for. And so you've got this main surface in the middle, and then you've got two tiers of side tables. Uh, so it's perfect for setting up a two burner camp stove and then having some um, utensils hanging and maybe your propane tank and mm. maybe like a, a front runner, like Wolfpack box with some cooking supplies. I mean, it's a really convenient kitchen setup. I think for that purpose, it's, it's just about perfect. Sure. I, I didn't really find anything to, to call out on it in terms of design. Uh, the surface is aluminum. And it comes with the cutting board and everything. It doesn't know. Got it. That was, that was kind of hard to tell if that's integrated or not. Yeah. 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 No, we, we brought a little additional cutting board. Um, the main surface is aluminum. So if you're using a, a cooking apparatus on it, you don't really have to worry about melting it or burning it. Like you mm. can put a hot hot down on the, on that central surface if you wanted. But again, we, we put a camp stove there and, and that worked great. Uh, this one's also pretty lightweight. Um, as far as everything in our test, it was a little under 20 pounds. Oh, it is light. So compared to like a table that weighs 35 pounds, you know, a little bit more manageable and this one folds down pretty small too. So for people with limited space, I think, especially if you're looking for something for kitchen cook setup, this is a really good one to consider because you could probably find room for it in your rig. Yeah. Kind of like, um, you know, if you picture like a TV dinner tray table, sure. It's that kind of size when it's folded up, um, but much more robust. It's, it's got, you know, these metal tubular metal frame. Um, looks like it has some cross support as well. It does. Yeah. It's fairly solid given its weight, hundred dollars too. Wow, so cheap, pretty compelling price. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Just, just a good all around table. And, and you could use it for non kitchen tasks. You know, you could use it for organizing gear and stuff like that. But, uh, again, probably not something that you would sit at and eat a meal at. Sure. Yeah. Camp time was another table that we tested, uh, their roller table, which is classic. You've probably seen one before. Most yeah. people have probably seen them. It's yeah, they've like been around forever. It's like they, they, they come in multiple colors, but we got kind of the classic, the blue one. And it's the, the surface is it's like these wooden slats encased in like a TPU yeah. plastic material. And it does, it literally rolls up. Uh, so this was one of the most compact tables in the entire test, which I think is super compelling for overland travel. You know, we're limited on space and because of the construction of this, I, I think you'd have no problem like lashing it to a roof rack. And, mm -hmm. you know, even if it's exposed to the elements, this is probably going to hold up. Yeah. Um, it's also pretty affordable, $121. Yep. So one of the more affordable tables in our test. I found the only thing about those is anything hot, like cooking yeah. on them. Yeah. Cause it's, it's a, like a rubber plastic yeah. coating. No, absolutely. Yeah. You got to be cover, cautious. Maybe a cover, not even a coating. It's like, a yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. Sleeve. It's, exactly. They're the wooden 
parts are sewn into the sleeve. Yeah, you could easily melt the surface if you weren't careful. Yeah. A really good amount of real estate, like we were able to fit a two burner camp stove plus an entire meal, meal's worth of food items plus equipment for prepping, paper towels um, on top of it. it. I mean, it's big enough to sit four people at easily. Mm. Um, and this is another one that has that the coveted adjustable legs. Um, we, we tested the adjustable leg model. There is one that, that doesn't have it. But if you were even considering this, I would say get the one with the adjustable legs. Sure. They have a lot of settings. So this is another one that's like from seated to standing tasks. This is probably one of the best choices you're going to get if you need something that will do both. I found that those, they wobbled a little bit. It didn't necessarily feel cheap at all. It was more just that it, because the way that the legs just screw in, is that, am I correct on that? Is Absolutely. Remember? Yeah. It feels just a little wobbly. It does. And it and doesn't have like crossbars that help reinforce the legs. Exactly. I feel like that would be the easiest way to solve that problem. Um, it's kind of like that Covea table, right? Yeah. It's in the lowest setting, it's more stable in the highest setting. It's a little wiggly. And, yeah. and like you said, it's not, it, it doesn't feel wiggly in a cheap way. It's just an inherent kind of characteristic it's of it. Design compromise. Sure. Right. And so camp time suggests just placing it up against a tree or a solid surface as mm. one way to kind of help with that. Or if you wanted to carry two, you could lash them together. Okay. At that least that's sense. what they suggest on their yeah. website. I don't sure. know how realistic that is, mm. you know, if, to carry two of these, but yeah, I think the easiest thing is just placing it up against the vehicle or up against something solid. Yeah, and, that makes sense. And honestly, in my experience, even in that highest setting, it, it wasn't, it wasn't really like an issue that, that deterred me from using it. But again, it's so compact when it's all folded up. It it takes up very little space. Yeah. I used one of those for years and years and years. Mm -hmm. I used it until I, until I melted it, yeah. <laughs> which was my fault. I mean, it just, it happened to go about something the wrong way. I thought it was insulated enough and sure. melted a hole in the plastic. Yeah. No, I, I really like this one. And, and I'd used one of these before this test also. Mm -hmm. So I was familiar with it and um, yeah, it's a really solid choice. Again, 121 bucks. So pretty affordable, you know, if you're looking to not just break the bank. And a special thanks to this week's sponsor, Dometic. When you're heading out, you don't want anything to hold you back. Whether you're planning a week-long adventure or a quick overnight trip to your favorite outdoor spot, we've got you. Dometic's CFX3 powered cooler is designed with any size adventure in mind. The CFX3 allows you to bring more of your favorite food and drink along for the ride, no matter how far you plan to go. Available in multiple sizes, the CFX3 is built for the demands of outdoor use and comes with a handy app that gives you complete control at your fingertips. It's the state-of-the-art designed for rugged use cooler that you can rely on and enjoy for years to come. And, and then the last one in our test was uh, from Alps Mountaineering. Um, it's their utility table. I don't know if you're familiar with this brand. Have you heard of them yeah, before? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. They've been around for a while. They have been. And, you know, I, I have to be fair. I always thought of them as like this bargain brand, which I think they are, but in a good way. And whereas previously I kind of thought of their stuff as cheap. I'm, I'm kind of changing my tune on that um, after using this table because it is certainly light. It was the lightest table in our test. I think it weighed like 13 pounds or maybe even less than that. It's, it's very light, but it's surprisingly sturdy. And mm. You, you set up the frame independently of the two tabletop surfaces. They clip onto it and I set up the frame and I was actually able to like support my body weight with it. Like, wow. like if you were going to do like a dip on sure. one of those things, I just held the two sides and I kind of held my whole body up by it. I mean, 
it weighs less than, you know, it weighs 10 pounds or I don't see exactly where I wrote the weight in there, but, um, it's a light one. It's very light and, and surprisingly strong. Um, and it's also super compact, you know, like the roller table, it takes up minimal space in your Mm. rig. This one's more similar to the, the GCI, you know, I think it's, it's ideal use cases as a kitchen table set up for a two burner stove and a little bit of prep space, not going to be comfortable to sit at necessarily, but it's a good good height for standing tasks. Again, it's got those metal surfaces, so you're not going to have to worry about melting it or burning it when you're using something hot on top of it. Um, Again, this is another one that's a little bit more affordable, $130. Sure. A little bit easier to digest as far as an investment for your camp setup. So yeah, that's a nice, and it looks nice. looks nice and simple, not overly designed. It looks like it would be like handsome in any campsite for sure. Yeah. It's just like brushed aluminum all around. It's got one kind of faux wood surface, but, um, yeah, it's, it's not a bad looking table at all. Are there any other tables that come to mind for you that you think are worth mentioning? There were some that, um, I mentioned specifically in the article, you know, additional considerations. Sure. So, uh, mountain summit gear, um, they make some sort of, well, it's called a heavy duty roll top table. Uh, I think similar in design to the, um, the Alps mountaineering it's a hundred dollars. Um, it, it says it can hold up to 70 pounds on it. So wow. this is one, th- these are ones that we just didn't get the opportunity to test where we might have, but, um, so yeah, mountain summit gear, that's, that's worth looking into. King camp is another company. I'm not familiar with them. Yeah. I don't think they're super well-known and, and to be honest, I, it was hard finding, <laughs> I think, I think they're made overseas and they're not really like marketed here. So you'll see their stuff on like, I think it was like on Amazon and some of these sort of okay. big online retailers. So that, that was one of the reasons it was hard to get in touch with someone to, to try and get a hold of one to test, but $150. So they're, they're again, they're not overly expensive. Um, and, and they look like just kind of a solid camp table. Sure. Maybe worth considering. Elanox, which we mentioned briefly at the beginning of the podcast, I think they are, um, they're going to be one of the lightest, most compact ones. I mean, I have this little side table that they make for backpacking. And it's like, it's smaller than my tent. Yeah. You know, it's, it's tiny. It's tiny. I don't think they have any tables that work for standing tasks. They're all very low, you know, kind of like side table to a camp chair. Yeah. And they have some small tables as well, like for eating at that kind of thing. Very small ones. Yeah. But they make really cool stuff. Their designs are really clever. Um, yeah, great chairs. Yeah. Their chairs, especially for motorcycling, their chairs are excellent. I have a yeah. couple of their chairs and we've used them kind of consistently. They, they have this really interesting thing, the tactical field office, which we didn't end up testing. It was felt like a little too far removed from a camp table, but it, it features a table and it was like, it weighs five pounds. Um, it has this integrated cargo bag that lets you carry things like computer equipment or photo equipment. So oh, it's kind of like a mobile office table with storage. Wow. Yeah. It was really, interesting. That's, that's a $200. People are taking the remote work really serious. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) you know, if you're, if you're like a lifestyle travel, you know, outdoor photographer and you want a way to haul your gear out and then have a a clean surface to set it up on and and to work with it on, this could be maybe worth considering. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I didn't get to test it. So sure. But it looked neat. Maybe we got to make sure we get one. The tactical field office. Yep. And then lifetime, like let's totally worth mentioning. Let's come back to the kiss approach. Yep. You know, keep it simple. Um, you don't need a quote 
camp table that costs $150, you can get one of these plastic lifetime tables that yeah. people use at farmer's markets and for, totally. you know, whatever. And they're available in a bunch of different sizes too. So you go to Costco, yep. you can get an eight foot long one, you can get a six foot long one, you can get a four foot long one that's a little narrower. They can actually get pretty compact and they're cheap, like 50 bucks. Yeah. The one I looked at was 70, but they're super inexpensive. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, when it comes back to it, right? Like if you have a limited budget, and you want to go and do the trip, spend the money on the trip, not on the fancy gear. Totally. You know, so remember, like you don't need a camp table. You can use a folding plastic table. It will yeah. work just fine. Maybe throw throw a nice tablecloth on it. And that's the way around photos. it. That's the way around it. Yeah. yeah. If, like if you're if you're, you know, prepping dinner for your family or whatever, and you're you got a date with you or whatever, you know, put a tablecloth on it. Nobody, yep. nobody will know. Obviously, the one consideration is they are heavy. Yep. And then they also, the top is made out of plastic. So you have to be really mindful of putting hot things on a plastic table, but they, I see them a lot out in the field because they really do work. They do. Yeah. It's like, they really do work. You know, there's, there's no problem with using one of those. Honestly, uh, I like seeing people who are just, just using Yep. Like the bare minimum and the emphasis is on the trip and the experience, not on the gear. It's, it's kind of refreshing, you know? Totally. Well, for me, I, I bring along Primus started making some tables Mm. and they make a really nice canvas top. So if you think about the one that has the sleeves that are made out of rubber or plastic, this is the same idea. The sleeve is made out of canvas and then there's a, you know, a folding leg structure and they're, they're, they're very compact. Um, so you end up with this black canvas table for prep and for, you know, putting chips and salsa out and all that. Um, so it's a really nice table and it doesn't rattle at all. But the downside is, is if you get it dirty, it's a little bit more of a thing to clean it up. Like if you spill some salsa, got it. like it's, it's, you're cleaning canvas, not a plastic, easy, clean surface. Sure. Uh, but I really like them. They're lightweight. They look nice. They're fairly stable standing prep height. Nice. Um, and that's what I typically bring along. Okay. Cause, Cause I normally find that like, if you got a fire going or whatever, you end up just kind of sitting and eating with the food in your lap. I, I sure. find like you just kind of got a plate in your lap and you're sitting around the fire and the standing height, the prep table is pretty key. It is. And also, you know, um, Dometic, obviously well-known brand in the space. They've since, since we wrote this article and published it, they've, um, debuted some new camp furniture. Big time. Yeah. yeah. Those are cool. Yeah. They have some really, some really cool looking items. And I believe a camp table was in mm-hmm. there. There's like a bench. And so that might be another one worth looking into. They yeah. We'll some- put some photos of that here. And if you see the podcast on YouTube, you'll be able to see what they look like. But Dometic's got a bunch of new, really interesting products coming onto the market. Well, good work on that, man. Thanks. Yeah, it was a fun one. It's always fun to take the gear out and, you know, test it in the field and see how it works. Yeah, we all kind of, we all use a table when we're camping, typically of some sort. And maybe it is just the tailgate. In a lot of ways, it's good to see what's out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Good work. Well, we're going to talk about uh, fridges soon. We're going to talk about um, cooler boxes. We're going to talk about chairs soon. So we're going to get into these subjects as we get into 2022. Sounds good. All right. Thanks for being on the podcast, Matt. Thanks, Scott. And thank you all for listening. And we'll talk to you next time.